Hey, it's Erin Anderson from Live Big Co. And you're listening to the Power to Be podcast. This week, I get to coach someone as they navigate an area of their life that's stuck toward an insight that will give them personal power. My hope is that you'll listen for an insight for yourself along the way. Let's find out what this week's guest has the power to be. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning, Erin. Well, I guess it's mid-morning your time. It's morning my time. And uh, I just want to thank you so much for being willing to do this with me. I, um, I've been having such a an amazing time having these conversations with people I've never met, and I've never met you. So this is really exciting for me to meet you this way. Thank you. No, it's really exciting for me too. I, I don't know quite what to expect, but I'm I'm really looking forward and open to this uh, this conversation with you. Hmm. It it really does take something. I mean, I know you and I had a quick um, connect about it, but it really does take something to say yes to going into the unknown. And um, I can say from, and I, I have a feeling that y- you can relate to this, but the best things I've ever done are the things that I couldn't predict. And I, I wasn't sure about what was going to, you know, on the other side when I could actually surrender control, which by the way, in this process, I am also, I have no agenda whatsoever. I, I just really want to um, have a, a honest conversation with a wonderful human being. So thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, okay. So one fun way that I like to begin these conversations and it's, it's fun for me, hopefully it's fun for you, but I'd love to just um, dive in to uh, talking about an area in your life, which is currently not flowing, not awesome, not rocking. Um, yeah. What, what's an area of pinch for you these days? Uh, that is a good question. Um, really, always what c- comes to top of my mind is wanting to make a change with my career um, mm. and having uh, all sorts of beautiful ideas and stories of how to do that and not knowing which way to move forward with. Right. So it like a sense of, of decisiveness. Are you, are you feeling like j- just paint the picture for me about the feelings you have inside? around that? Um, well, so there's kind of two pictures. It's a, it's the picture of, um, not wanting, uh, the, the experience I currently have in my career and uh, like these feelings of, uh, just wanting to work with different types of people on different types of projects. And then on the other side, the feelings are, uh, more like attraction, like, Oh, like if I could start, if I could start doing this or start doing this, cause I have lots of different ideas, uh, then, then there'd be just more of a flow and, and an ease and, and a joy with my daily work. So what's the question that runs through your mind that stops you from doing that? Um, well, I think partially, oh, what's the question? What's, yeah. What's the question? There's a question you ask yourself. Maybe what, what do I, which, which direction should I go first? Okay. Which direction should I go first? And then what's the question? So if you were to um, just follow that, that train of thought. So if I was to jump into your head and hang out for a while, how would that train of thought go? So which direction? And then what's the next thought? Uh, 
as you were speaking, I realized too, which direction should I go and how will I earn enough money to pay the bills? Yeah. Thank you. Um, is there another one under that too? Um, probably, probably what, what was just coming to mind was like, what, like, uh, like what, what would, what would serve, like serve me and my family best too? Yeah. I love that. It's a super quality question. That's, that's like a high level question. I really appreciate it. Um, I mean, I'm asking you this because many of us, including me, ask the wrong questions. We'll ask, like, the, the wrong question would sound like, um, will anybody like it? Um, will I, you know, um, well, how will, how will that work? Or, um, you know, uh, th- these lo- sort of low vibration questions that actually have only a negative answer, a negative question that has a negative answer. So when we ask better questions, we usually get better answers. And this question of how, um, what would serve me and my family is a high level question. And yet what, what is the answer that comes to you? Like what, what comes as soon as you ask yourself that question? Um, like like which direction? Because I heard, I heard, I think I heard what you were saying. Because the to me, when I was listening to you, the low level questions are like based on status, like mm. exactly, like uh, how will this be perceived? Um, do like like it, you know, with one idea I have, people will just think this is like this is nuts, and and that it's just it's so simple and basic and kind of silly. So you know, why would I want to start in that direction? Yeah. I mean, I so appreciate you saying that because there's so many of us, including me, who can really relate to that. And usually that's the stuff that stops us from moving forward. And um, your idea isn't fully fleshed out, is it? Well, I mean, I can. So so I think one of the things that paralyzes me is... Mm. I can uh, really over the last eight years, it, I think I would be embarrassed to go onto my drive and see how many business plans I've started. <laughs> so I can, I can like, and I, I can just like, I'll just launch into a business plan and I'll write it in one day and, and, and I'll be like so excited about it. And there's always a connection between them. So I've been doing them for so long too, that there's a connection of sort of the kind of culture and feeling that want to be, you know, I want to create, but the, the actual businesses are different. And, um, oh, I just lost track of, I just lost track of the question you asked. Oh, but it's so good. You're good. You're good. So let's, let's pull on this thread because it's actually probably going to answer the question. So you said you're the business plan master. (laughs) You've got a drive full of them. You, you get excited. You think about the culture that you're creating and you said that all the businesses are different and then you caught yourself and you stopped. So, um, so there's something here. There's uh, you you get a rush of energy and excitement. Um, you're an idea generator kind of person. Uh, you're probably a lot of fun to be around. Um, I suspect you're a person who gets really excited in the idea generating phase. And then is there something for you around um, executing for yourself? I suspect you're very good at executing for other people, but is there something around you executing for yourself on on one or multiple of these plans? 
what's there? Yeah. So yes, what, what I like, what I see and, and seeing it doesn't necessarily like what I've learned is I can see it, but I can't, I haven't gotten past it is two things. That question, why do I think I could do this better than someone else? Like someone, oh, you know, someone that's else, the one. yeah, someone else. That's the question. This. <laughs> I, like I, I want to direct my friends and family to someone who's better at doing this than I am. And then, um, and then the second one is I just, I've, I've learned about myself is I always want like a support, like just one teammate, one partner who has the exact same ideas and enthusiasm as I do. And we can do this together and support each other. It, I, 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 it's really hard for me to describe, but I just see this in my life so clearly now that, that, that real like need attachment to having support. Mm, gotcha. Well, th- there we have the crux. So um, you have done a beautiful job through all of your hard work and all of your self-awareness of really understanding the bottom line of the things that are in your way, which are beliefs. So these these two belief systems, one is that what makes me believe that I can be better at this than anyone else? So there's a belief system that, um, wh- what is it? It, it like if you were to really go get it, like the, the the bottom of the barrel of the muck of the yuck, that belief is somewhere ingrained in you that um, there is like a like a hierarchy of ideas or there's a hierarchy of execution. Like there's the best in the world of yoga teachers and there's no other yoga teacher that could possibly be better than that guy or that woman. Like, is there, there's, there's something about that, that there is a better than person. And then there, there's, there's the rest. I think that's really astute. Like I, I, that's funny. And I don't think I've thought of it in that way before, but I think you're exactly right. I think I do have beliefs based on hierarchy. Yeah. And listen, we've all learned these things. One one thing I know for sure is that you didn't come up with that on your own. You've learned this somewhere in your life and at a very innocent time in your life when you were probably very young. And um, this hierarchy belief system has probably served you very, very, very well. It's probably an incredible strength of yours where you understand the steps that it, that are required to rise up. You, you probably understand the chain of command. You're probably somebody who's very powerful team, um, worker. Like everybody wants Jennifer on their team. So, does that sound about right? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It does sound right. Yeah. And so, um, it's a strength. And, uh, I say this to everyone. I, like, I'm not about to erase that from you. Cause you'd be like, wait, <laughs> I don't know what to do now. But so there is something to leverage that strength and also to understand the shadow side of it, because the shadow side of it is the thing that's stopping you. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And it's painful. It's just, it's, um, it's painful to know that, um, yeah, that's mm. as much as I want to say. Yeah. Well, yes. Um, and that pain, that pain, listen, I, I'm a, I love pain. I think pain is awesome. Pain forms and also pain stops. So there, you know, it is painful. Yes, I agree. And I think that that pain has, has propelled you, has motivated you to kind of, um, play by these rules and, uh, it served you very well. And yet it's, I think it's kind of run its course for you. Does it feel like that? Like kind of done with it? Yeah, that's exactly how it feels. I am done with it. I really, like, I, I'm not done with it in that I don't see the clear path forward, but I, I'm 
definitely at a place where I want to be done with it. And what I, I would hope to help you with, or, um, or you to realize that you've already been uh, doing this is that this hierarchy belief system that I know you have a clear picture of what that looks like and feels like, and sounds like for you. And it is, it isn't about erasing it or deleting it or like forcing it or anything like that, which I, I suspect you've maybe tried, but it's, it's about transforming it and um, shifting. So if you were to take, okay, so give me a, a, a picture of what this hierarchy looks like. Like, does it look like a ladder or a triangle or like, give me, give me an um, imagination image of this. Um, I guess, yeah, probably a triangle. That's a good idea. That works for you. So, so at the bottom of the triangle is, um, is what? <clears throat> Give me a sense of that. Um, at the bottom of the triangle is everyone who, who recognizes that they don't have to be a cog in, in a machine. I don't know where that came from, but just yeah. like, and they, like they recognize that their lives could be different and they're. Uh, but yeah, but they don't know, they don't know how to do it. Right. And what's at the very top of the, the pinnacle of the triangle? Masters. Got it. Yeah. Mas- no, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Masters. Yes. Yes. I, I felt it in you. Like, um, there was a reverence, there's a respect, there's, um, almost a glorification, but yeah, these are the masters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, uh, I I don't get from from you um, any kind of uh, resentment or um, like there's just no. It's it's actually a beautiful geometry that you've got where at the bottom of the triangle there's everyone who recognizes that they don't have to be a cog, but that but that they don't really know what else there is. So is it a little bit like? Um, at the bottom of the triangle, it's it's a a body of people, a group of people who don't even know that they want more. Uh, yes, they don't even know that they want more, and I think more importantly, they don't even understand that there's tools um, mm. that could teach them that, um, and 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 maybe also that they want things to be easy. Yeah. I love it. That's so clear. And it's the easy way that's keeping them stuck. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's the masters who walked the hard path. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I love pain. <laughs> it's a bit weird but uh i remember this friend of mine who uh went to an ashram in in india and he came back and he's a really like really interesting guy um big finance guy did an mba you know really worked his massive corporate job and um but had this deep spiritual side to him so anyway he went to this this ashram and and his his um teacher there just kept saying the same thing over and over again. And uh, he said, at first he was so annoyed and just so frustrated, but by the end he started to giggle about it. But this teacher kept saying, pain is opening, pain is opening, 
pain is opening. <laughs> the guy was like, stop it. I don't like pain. It's freaking me out. So yeah, so pain is opening. And, and in, in your case, in this geometry, this, this pain is, uh, is actually creation. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. So if your um, hierarchy, it's a beautiful one, is a triangle where at the bottom of the triangle, the base of the triangle is everyone who recognizes that they don't have to, they don't have to be a cog, but they also don't know that they have the tools to be able to change their, their world and that they um, not only prefer, but actually choose the easy route, but then somewhere maybe deep buried inside, they know that the easy way is not the way to mastery. And it just kind of goes around and around in circles. Very well said. Thank you. And, and have you been a part of that? Have you been there? Yeah, I guess. Yes. I mean, I can look back and, and I, yes, I think like, I think most of us, (laughs) or at least in Western culture um, are there at some point we kind of get caught up in what we're supposed to be doing and, and start heading down that path. And then maybe you start to feel like, uh, you know, I keep achieving what I wanted, what I wanted to achieve, but this doesn't, this isn't feeling good, but I don't know, like, but, but, but that's sort of it. Like that's kind of where it ends. You, you don't know, you don't even know what the other possibility could be, or, you know, you, you hear, you know, you may hear someone speaking about, um, you know, limitless opportunities and these big ideas, but there's no like tools on how to get there. So you can kind of see it and you understand that's possible, but you don't understand like actually functionally how to get there. Okay. Um, where in this triangle are you? So if there were, um, let's say a hundred notches from the bottom of the triangle all the way to the top, give me a number. Where are you? hundred is the top. So what comes immediately to mind is that, well, like what immediately came to my mind is people around me would probably say my notch is higher and I immediately would say my notch is lower. Yeah, d- listen listen for the number that feels like it's true for you. Like, well, so what just came up was like 50. Yeah, so so you're you're halfway. And you've deemed yourself sort of halfway up this ladder, this hierarchy from the bottom to the top. Actually, it's perfect. That it feel it feels that way to me. So, um I want to let you know something. I, I, I want to be, I want to be truthful with you that there, there was some things you said just before I asked you that question that I could not hear. I didn't hear you. And I'll tell you why <laughs> I still love you. And I still think you're amazing, but I'll tell you why I couldn't hear it because you were speaking in concept. Okay. You were speaking from we and what a lot of people experience and what you're noticing and observing in the world. It's it's interesting, I think, maybe. Yet I don't believe that you're um that you're here to speak around something. I think you're here to speak to something. And the the question that I actually asked you was about you. I asked if you had experienced that before, the feeling of being on the bottom of the, you know, the cog in the wheel and not knowing that you had tools. And then you immediately went into concept about what humans experience. So I'm going to point that out because it's a really good way 
to um, avoid <laughs> avoid the actually answering the question for yourself, but also um, it's a bit of a habit. And I suspect, like, are you? I, so I don't even know. Okay, listen, this is fun. I don't even know what you do. I don't know what you want to do. I don't know where you want to go. But I sense that where you want to go is into the spiritual realm. Is that about right? Uh. So some of my ideas, yes. No, you know what? All of them, all of them are based mm -hmm. on that. Yes. So yes. Yeah. Right. So, okay. Um, I had a feeling and now, and, and I suspect, I'm just going to guess here that you've been in the world of, um, uh, non-concept. You've been in the world of, um, measurement and, um, achievement and production and, um, results. Does that yeah. sound? Yeah. I've always been praised for being a very logical thinker. Yeah. So there's a bit of split energy in you where your logical thinking is pressing up or pulling against your spiritual thinking. Yeah, that's probably true. And I mean, I can't wait to tell you that that's the most amazing combination ever. Like, I just can't wait to tell you. <laughs> You don't have to give one up or the other. In fact, it's the integration of the two that's going to make you an incredible master. Okay, thank you. Trust on that and then wait for that to click in. And right now, you've just got your geometry upside down. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> So, aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> so if you like, I love that you're at, you felt like you were at 50% because that's like the halfway axis. So if you were to spin your triangle around its axis of you being at that 50, per, that 50 mark, spin it upside down and have the, the tip of the triangle be at the bottom and the top being the flat part, the wide part. Yeah. Now you've got some geometry that could probably serve you and restore you every single time. So you, you're working with a, a reverse hierarchy where at the very bottom of this triangle is mastery, not just masters, but mastery. And that mastery fill goes up, goes fuels up to the world, right? To all people, like all the people are at the very top. And you, my friend, are halfway up this incredible triangle, working your way from the bottom up. You're about to reach them. Okay. Wow, that's that's a beautiful visual. Thank you. Well, my um, hope is that it just had you stop trying to climb something. As soon as you said that the triangle was flipped upside down, to me it also felt like my first instinct was there's there's more of an ease because you're you're flowing down versus rather trying to climb up too. Like uh, exactly. the whole process seemed easier. <laughs> yes, you just sink down into mm, 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 sink down into your mastery. Okay. Thank you. Like meditation. You, you know, I, it's so interesting. I, I think about meditation um, in this in this um, geometry because I, if this morning I had a conversation with someone who's in a program of mine and we do meditation as, as a tool to help people integrate their insights. And she was saying, wow, I... Um, I, I just can't get past this 10 minute mark in my meditation because I'm asking them to do it unguided. She said, I can do it guided, but I can't do it unguided because I just, I just, I need that guidance to be able to drop in. But that's the thing is that at 10 minutes, you're just with your resistance. You're just with the bananas 
land in your head of like the chat, you know, all the garbage run that's happening. And so at 10 minutes, if you can last past that and past even 20 minutes and maybe even into 30 minutes and wow, maybe even into 40 minutes, then you start to sink down deeper and deeper into who you really are, into your greatness. And it's like that. That's, that's mastery. Everything else is resistance. Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, I, I, that totally makes sense. Well, and you've got an energy of you that is so, oh, it just like, it's like golden liquid. It's so soothing and, and like, there's no edges to you. It, it doesn't, it's kind of like, it doesn't suit you. Like those pants don't fit you. It's not a good color on you. This hustle, clamor, clamor. It does not, it's not you. No, thank you. I, um, I, I, I think when I was young, well, I know, I know when I was younger, I, I just, I thought that's the way the world was. And, uh, I like everything was a bit of a fight and everything was a struggle. And, um, and I am like, I am realizing, or I, I think definitely for the last few years, I, yeah, I have been able just to, uh, sorry, I've, <laughs> I, I, I don't really know how to say, I think, sorry, I've just, I've just, I've just blanked out. I don't know what I was trying to say. Yeah. It, it, um, this is good. This is great insight for you because uh, what happens when you blank out or you've done this twice where you've um, lost the train of thought or lost the question. Yeah. So it's, it's wonderful. This is wonderful insight for you because you're pressing up against a stressor. Yeah. What, what, what is the stressor? What is the thing? So uh, let me ask you like this. Is there something you'd like to say or something you'd like to clear or something you'd like to declare that would help you um, get rubber on the road? Um, is there something I want to declare? Um, I think, I think maybe what I'm rubbing up against is, um, mistakes that I've made in the past Mm -hmm. and um and I I see very clearly that those mistakes really truly like really truly were gifts because they have um they've allowed me to go in the direction that I feel like I'm going now which is more more open and and choosing or, or being able to being able to see things from my perspective and not so much the perspective given to me. Yeah. Um, but whenever, whenever I think like, so when I think to that, that turning point, let's let let's use those mistakes as a turning point, like saying it as a turning point. Mm-hmm. So I do rub up against it and I, I get lo- like, I get lost for words because there's still, there's still like regret and shame in that. Oh yeah. Pain. Yeah. Pain. <laughs> Remember we love pain. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Okay. So, um, regret, shame, um, mistakes, failure, embarrassment. Yeah. All of those things. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and they're directed at yourself or, um, is there, is there some of it that's directed at, at other people? No, it's a hundred percent at myself. Yeah. And 
the question that I, I, I want to ask you is, okay, well, I'm going to ask you, what do you want to do about that? What do I want to do about it? I, you know what? I want to lead a life that I like career wise, but like really like life, everything, everything, um, um, is interconnected. So, so I get focused on the career, but really it's, so I say life because it's all interconnected, but I like, okay, I wait, want to I'm gonna interrupt you. I'm going to interrupt you. Okay. Cause you're, you're going to go down a track that's going to disconnect you again. Can you feel it? Concept. Yeah. And, um, it's almost like, hang on. It's almost like you're sitting at a boardroom table and you're answering for the entire board. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Someone's watching me. Yeah, totally. It's the singing in the shower feeling I want for you. Like let your hair down, girl. Like let it down. I'm like physically letting it down. Yeah. Yeah. Get weird and wonderful. I always say to people, get weird. Just don't be weird about it. Like (laughs) you don't have to be, you know what I mean? So you can get weird. Just, you don't have to try. You don't have to, you just, it's the absence of effort, the absence of trying that, that you start to access the, the real answer. So I asked you, so now if you were to be singing in the shower metaphor and I asked you like, okay, Jennifer, you've had some shame and regret and guilt and, and remorse and failure in your past. What do you want to do about that? You know what? It's, it's, it's in my past. Like I, I want to leave it and it's not like I, I want to leave it. And, you know, I hope in the future I can even heal it, like heal it. You know, if I, you know what it is, if I caused any pain for other people and, and I quite honestly don't know um, how my mistakes may have caused that pain. And I, that's, that's actually what is painful. So mm. if I did cause pain for, for other people, I hope that I can heal it by just being myself and living this, like a life that's full of, of joy and happiness and, and, and reflecting that in the world so that others can, can also shine. There's two things I want to say to you. So one is that um, as you were speaking, I reflected so quickly on about seven different stories of times when other people had hurt me, when uh, other people had caused me great, like, and I mean great pain. And I have to say that over time, and I suspect you can relate to this, over time, that pain has um, fueled my purpose and shaped and formed my mission and has uh, propelled me forward in my life. It took me a bit, but I'm grateful for that pain. And I wouldn't want that pain to actually be taken away from me. So consider that if you did cause somebody pain, it was probably perfect. So that's so interesting because that's the way I feel about the, my own pain that experience. Yes. I like, I truly feel that way. It's not just like trying to make things better, but I never considered that it might be the experience for other people. <laughs> okay. So you got that. And then the second thing is I asked you, what do you want to do with it? And, and I'm going to summarize what you said so that you can see, I often think of, and it's a bit the way I was taught that our brain is like an Alexa, like a, you know, voice activated computer. 
like, Hey, Alexa, turn on the lights. You know, it's, we have to kind of talk to our brains that way. So if you simplify your language after navigating through it, like, Ooh, it's a little this, mm, it's a little that. And then summarizing in a way that is memorable. So what is there to do about it? You said it's time to leave it, time to heal it, time to forgive it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. A doom, doom, doom. I leave it. I heal it. I forgive it. You know, a little bit like, mm, 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 like a three punch. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, your I path to mastery. I, yeah. Like I think, uh, I think I've been trying to do that for a number of years and I think I still get frustrated that, that it's, there's still more work to be done. Like when is this going to be over? Oh yeah. Thank you for uncovering that. So Okay. <laughs> How's that working out? <laughs> well, I mean, I think just, I think with time, like if I think with time too, like it just, it just naturally heals and transforms. Um, but it's still there, which is frustrating. Yeah. So um, frustration is a form of distraction. As soon as you you're frustrated, you've, you've been distracted from the real cause or for the, from the real cause, like the thing that you're up to. Hmm, interesting. Okay. So, and, and the other thing too, that I know, you know, at the, at the core of you, that you know, that change or metamorphosis or transformation happens in one moment. Hmm. I don't think I thought about it so concretely like that, but as soon as you said it, yeah, I agree. It sounds true. Well, every insight you've ever had, did it take time for it to sort of percolate or did the insight happen? No, you're right. Bing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, and I felt you have those insights a couple of times, like just, ooh, oh, hmm, huh, <laughs> right? Those are in the moment insights. They didn't take time. They just happened. It's true. Yes. And we're working multidimensionally with time, all of us. So we're working multidimensionally where you've been, you've been working, um, your whole life since you were the minute you were born. You've been, you've been incarnated or however you want to, like whatever your belief system is here to do something. And you, your path has been never straight, never direct, never perfect. Thank God. And it's navigated you um, through self-awareness and discovery and um, earnest, loving work. You, you're, you're in the process of work. It's not like you just showed up on this call and you were like, I've never done any self-reflection. You've done a lot of it. And so, of course, all this work that you've done allows you to have these insights quickly. Yes. No, Absolutely. Yes. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm just waiting to hear what you're going to say next. Cause I feel like <laughs> waiting for more insights. <laughs> They're so good. Right. Yeah. Well, and the insights, see the insights feel so good on the other side of pain. Yes, exactly. Which is why the pain's the gift. The pain, the pain is the gift. And so is the insight. Yeah. And, and it's a lot like shadow and light, you know, the, the light looks as light as it is because of the depth of the shadow. So similarly in our lives and minds. Yes. So y you, um, 
if you look at your past, so you, you reflected on the mistakes of your past and you reflected beautifully that they're gifts and that they had something to offer. And yet there's, you felt that they were still lingering um, and they were still being like, there's like a, a snag in your sweater. You know, they're still lingering there and you're kind of protecting the snag in the sweater because you don't want the whole thing to unravel. You ever felt like that? Yeah, hundred percent. And And also in this moment, I'm recognizing that I think like what you're describing is linked to the watcher as well. I mean, I'm sure the watcher, the watcher was always there, but it, it it's, I think it's become more intense since the mistake and, and it's in its length. Tell me more about the watcher. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I, I, like, as soon as you said it, I, I feel like I've, I've, I've known it, but I don't <laughs> like I've known it, but I am not conscious of it. Um, that like, even, you know, I think even just like walking down the street, I, I, it's like, like who's watching me. And it's not, it's not, it's not like the, it's not like the, Oh, like I do, do I like, do I have the right clothes on? Mm -hmm. Am I going in the right direction? But I think there's just always this sense that I'm being watched. And, um, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what more to say about that. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so you were, um, very likely taught that somewhere you, you didn't come up with that on your own. So you were taught that likely yeah. by your mother Yes. and bless her, love her. She's awesome. She did a great job. Wow. Look at the girl she raised. We love your mom. I'm out here to make moms great. And somewhere she accidentally, uh, you know, not on purpose. She taught you something. What, what did she teach you? Yeah. So I grew up in a small town and I, you know, my family had a very long history in that town. So yeah, definitely a lot mm. of family pride and representing the family. Right. And um, what did that sound like? Like, was there a never do this or always do that? Which which way did it go? Oh, it, was, it was probably both. It was like being super proud of the qualities of my family and like, and, and, um, like you, you can, so like from my mother's perspective, you can draw upon, upon those qualities cause it's who you are. Um, uh, but then also on the other side, definitely, um, uh, it's important that you, you represent the family in the correct way. And this is how you do it. Yes. Both. Gotcha. Okay. So wait, when she said, um, uh, draw on those qualities because it's who you are, what were the qualities? Uh, like, uh, toughness, never give up, hardworking, um, smart, logical, just the first ones to come to mind. Right. And there's a great sense of pride and love and adoration when you were those things, tough, logical, hardworking, smart. Yeah. Great sense of pride in my family. Yes. Great sense of pride. Yeah. Wow. Pride in my family. Like I had this, <laughs> this Lion King moment, you know, there's little Jennifer who's like the little lion and it's the, ah, Savannah, look at this like <laughs> tough, logical, smart, hard baby. Yes. Hardworking baby. Yay. We, we created one. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Fits into the tribe perfectly. Yes. And I'm sure it's, it's generations of, uh, 
Yeah. The same story being told. Yeah. And it got you places. It did. And yes, it did. And, but then when the, you know, the quote unquote, uh, mistakes in my career happened, then, then the, then the sense of the watcher, I, I think grew stronger. Yeah. Now let me ask you, were those mistakes in, in mis- a mistake um, in the realm of logical, tough, hardworking, and smart? Yeah, we, that's really interesting. I hadn't thought about it that way. So the mistakes were made because um, I was acting in the complete opposite. I was, you, and tell me what you were so acting I was completely, in. I was completely overwhelmed uh, physically, emotionally, mm. and I didn't. I, I, yeah, I was just completely overwhelmed, and I lost myself uh, in being overwhelmed and acted and really acted in a way that was not true. Like was, you know, if you looked at who I was before that, no one would have guessed. Like it just, it was, it, it was completely reacting out of fear, just like total yeah. fear. And I wasn't myself. But were you, um, did you feel like you were at a breaking point? Like you were so depleted, like you had been tough, smart, hardworking and logical, like to a breaking point. It's interesting because I think I was just starting to recognize that before I became very overwhelmed and, and, and then boom, I had that lesson. (laughs) Yeah. And then did you turn to more like spiritual teachings at that point? I did. I started watching a lot of Oprah at that time. Yeah. Bless her. Yeah. Queen. And so Mm -hmm. introduced to all of, um, it's Super Soul Sundays. That's what it was called. I just remembered. So Mm. listening to all of the teachers on Super Soul Sundays. And I think this is why I go, well, I know this is why I go back to, because at the beginning you'd be listening to these people and you'd, you'd, you'd hear all of these wonderful ideas and ways of being, but there weren't a lot of tangible tools to teach you how to actually get there. So then it was frustrating. It was like, yes, yeah, of course I want to give me the steps. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so what did that lead you to want to do? Um, So it led me to, to the life, to the life I'm leading right now and that I no longer wanted to work um, that like the, the standard day job where I'm going into an office every day um, because I didn't, I didn't ever want to become overwhelmed again. And I, and I wanted to focus on, on my, like my own personal health, my physical health and my emotional health, um, which I was really, I think raised, I mean, you know, whether or not it was like taught explicitly, I learned like just to push that aside, just, you know, you, you focus on the goal and your, your, physical health and your emotional health or you just push those aside. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's one thing I just want to make sure that um, I don't leave you um, in that Alexa moment of talking to your brain and remembering, like you said, I never wanted to be overwhelmed again. And um, I kind of don't want that for you. (laughs) I, I kind of want you to be overwhelmed. I want you to be overwhelmed with love and glory and wealth and, you know, service. Like I, that, so being overwhelmed isn't the problem. The problem is that, is that you, 
in that in that previous time that you you have really you have it in in like ingrained in your mind you can you could probably energetically take yourself back to that place it's it what happened there was that you overrode you overrode your spirit so your spirit was saying um i'm not aligned with this and you said shush we got work to do yeah it was it was it was uncontrollable there was there was actually i think there was so much fear that that it was just um uncontrollable to just the way you described like uh i can't remember the word you just used but override override yeah who I, override override yeah well you're either listening or you're overriding right all the time all the time. And my hunch is, is that your biggest fear was landing at the bottom. Yes. And now look what we what we did. We made the bottom mastery. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You've been most afraid of your mastery. Yeah. Yeah. I, I suspect. Now, listen, what's fun is I've been kind of thinking about what's the question? Like, what's the question here with everything you've shared about overriding your spirit and, and that overwhelmed feeling and that hardworking and never wanting to go back to an, to a, like a, a, a job or a function where you feel that way. But, you know, listen, people can feel that way in their families. People can feel that way, you know, with their dogs, like it, you know, it can be anywhere. So, my hope for you and for everyone that I work with is that they live unconditionally. So it's not about whether you're a gas attendant or Oprah Winfrey. It's like, can you live fulfilled and in alignment with what your spirit most wants? Yes. Yeah. That like, yes, that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> yeah. And it's in the trying to figure out part too. That's a bit tricky, right? I, I I appreciate your hard work and your earnestness. And it's in the efforting that you're returning to your old your old um patterns, your old uh like it was like a, a, a you got programmed with um, you know, DOS, you know, point two to be hardworking, tough, smart, logical, and you're an iPhone eleven and you're like, um, right? Okay. So how, yes, yes. Efforting. I actually thought I was the only person in the world that used that word. What? Efforting. Oh yeah. So yes. Efforting. How do I, how do I learn to stop efforting? Wow. Like, let's answer that question today. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. You know, see, here's the thing is that, uh, is that there's a distinction though. There's the fear-based efforting and then there's the, uh, there's the aligned spirit-based efforting. Cause we know that, that, uh, that, that true spiritual work, that true quest driving off road into the unknown, into like the depths of our soul and mind that takes effort. Yes. Yes, Absolutely. And you, you will not be Jennifer without effort. You just be like, uh, no, that's just no. Yeah. So it's about redefining that 
that below the line, um, a fear-based efforting that has you feel incorrectly, incorrectly that you're trying to climb something. You're trying to climb up this hierarchical la- ladder, that that's the thing that has you be a leader in a town. That's the thing that g- gains you respect and admiration of other people. Isn't necessarily that you're at the top, but it sure is that you are doing your best at climbing the ladder. Did you climb a rung today, Jennifer? Good job. Well done. That's the thing that, that gets praised. And also, as you're saying this, I've had this uh, idea that it's never been strong, like I've never seen clearly before, but I just saw it is I also feel when like when I have that sense of efforting, like, oh my God, I just had this idea and I have to do it right now before someone else does it. Ah, so it's yeah. being chased. Because it's got, you've you're coming from, there's only a certain amount of the pie. Yes. And if I don't take it, someone else is gonna. Yeah. Lack, a lot of lack. Yeah. Sure. Well, and I get why when you grew up in a small town where the hierarchy of who's on the top was palpable. Yes. Yep. There's the haves and the have nots, right? There's the, the, un, the, you know, the, the poor souls down there. And then the, the lucky ones over here. Well, they're not poor or lucky. Yes. Yeah. And you get to the lucky side by hard work and, and smart work. Yeah. Wow. And so like, how could you get there by meditating? How could you get there by being an amazing person? Like, how could you get there by being in alignment with your soul and spirit? How could you possibly? No, well, no, you don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you, listen, I, do you, so it, uh, we've been sort of talking around the spiritual quest of yours. What do you want to do with it? I, what really what I want to do is I, I feel like just in a short period of time, I've learned so much, which has really helped me to, to like to heal and also to like see more possibility. And I feel like as, as I've said, I'm only 50% there or maybe 40% there, but, um, but it's already made such a big difference in my life. So what it is I want to do is I want to help other people know this. And know there there are tangible ways to do this. Great. Uh, what are the tangible ways? Um, yeah, the tangible ways are uh, through uh, meditation, uh, through like physical movement. That isn't about interesting. Isn't about being forced. It's about mm-hmm. like supporting your body mm-hmm. and uh, through your diet. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna say it's super simple. Yeah. What you want to do what you want to do is bring movement, food, and meditation to the world as a tool for people to what? For people. Yeah. That's a, so what is it for people to, Oh, it's for, uh, for other people to live in alignment with their gifts and their, because, because my, my belief from my own personal experience is they they're just they're they're just tuning that side out they're just not even they don't even know it's there um and mm. and so providing them with these things so that they can begin to open to like wh- why they're truly here yep you talk a lot about healing stop it like who needs to like we love pain remember okay okay Okay. You love pain. I do appreciate my pain. <laughs> and please appreciate mine. Like really, really. Like I, I'm kind of, I, I, I kind of get like 
just a minute. Could you, like, I actually, my pain has created me to be at this place, has brought me to this place where I'm now ready for you, Jennifer. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Well, you said it so beautifully. You're, what you're here to do is to provide people with the tools of meditation, food, and I suspect it's like ethical, plant-based or something yummy like that. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, regenerative. I'm really into regenerative farming right now. <laughs> regenerative farming. It's yes, yeah. digging it. And the more, the more specific you get, the, the cooler you are. Like the, the more I'm like leaning in. So regenerative food, meditation, easeful movement. Those are the tools. Now, remember, remember that those are the tools those are not the end game. No, you're right. I, I don't think I've been so clear on the end game. Like I, I think it's there, but I don't have the clarity on it. You know why? No. <laughs> <laughs> I ask it like that, like, I know, but you know why? It's because you're asking yourself the wrong questions. You've been asking yourself, who am I to be a super soul? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And you are a super soul. Okay. Thank you. Because you've been so rewarded and praised for being logical. Yes. Now, Remember at the beginning of this call, I said, I'm not going to ask you to delete that side of you because it's created like wins in your life. And so if you, wow, if what happens when you combine, when you integrate into great, integrate your logical, hardworking, intelligent, tough being with your super soul, What's possible then? Yeah, what's possible is that I can reach people because I have the I have the logical skills on on like figuring it out or or or, or building yeah. like building yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. You're gonna be like the the um you're gonna build like the yogic empire. Like, and, and it could be the empire of one. I, I, I don't, I don't picture it like in a tall building. It's just that you can bring, uh, I, I once heard, um, someone talk about love languages, you know, the love languages, like, you know, words of affirmation, physical touch, acts of service. There's like five There's somebody wrote a book about, and what if there were like thousands more love languages and one of your love language is logic? Oh, that's a beautiful idea. Thank you. My brother is um is uh, an incredible uh strategist. He is incredible at order and documents and <laughs> processes and rules and uh he's incredible at making um franchises thrive and his business mind is just unbelievable. And there's lots of times in a family environment or in a, in a more tender emotional environment where he feels like he's overbearing, where he feels like he's like coming in too hard, too hot, too heavy. And I I've been lately, I've been reminding him that no, you're like your, your order is your love language. You bringing order to our family is your service. 
it's your love language and I'm thanking him for it. Yeah, that's, that, <laughs> that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Thank you. So, so I'm now, but now I'm like, I'm super curious. I know the questions I've been telling myself and I know it's connected with all of these parts of myself is, is, is my, my love language. They're all different. Um, yeah, love languages that I already have. So what are the questions I need to be asking myself in order to use all of these love languages? Mm-hmm. Good, good question to spur the question. You know, like really, it's, I don't know. It's great. But <laughs> you know what? One thing's for sure is that we, we all have a tendency to ask the wrong question. Like, why am I not good at this? Why are people not liking this? Why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? Those are impossible questions to answer. You can only ever answer them with negative responses. So the, the, your question about what's the question is the question is like just that. What's the question I need to be asking myself right now? Oh, you're not going to give me the question. No, I already know the question. Exactly. How do I know? Oh gosh. (laughs) Well, and asking really good questions could be your love language. Right. Okay. You're good at asking questions, aren't you? Um, I don't, I've never, I've never thought of that about myself. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm good at, uh, like, like, I'm good at seeing all of the, all of the message and, and, and pulling out what the key, like, what the key messages really are. Uh, what what needs to be emphasized? Um, yeah, the never, the logic. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Mm-hmm. But I haven't thought of myself as a good question after. Well, he, here's the thing. It, um, it, 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 this is a theme that comes up with so many people, and and um, it's that there's a muscle that's just over functioning, and there's another muscle that's just like weak glutes. You know, we all have weak glutes. Like it, it our quads are so strong. So it's a little bit like that your logical muscle is, is so strong and firing automatically, but your soul is asking, you know, Hey, can you work me out a bit? So it's a little bit like that. Maybe the the question is more around, um, where is the question coming from? So it could be, what's the question my soul most wants me to ask it. Yeah. Um, hmm. And then come what may, like, let it, let it come. Your logical mind wants to put things in a box and your soul wants to break the box down. Yeah, I think, yeah, that sounds true. That sounds true. And I, I think, um, I, I think I, I also have this part of my personality where I always want to, I, where, like where I always want support, I always want to support the other person. And so I always feel like I have to have the answers immediately. Um, oh yeah. Just be the question. Yeah. Just be so, the question. Thank you. Yeah. Like be it. And so, you, you know, some things I want to circle back to one is that you said that there's the, remember <laughs> there was two incorrect beliefs. One was that there is a hierarchy and you just flip that hierarchy so that the bottom of the triangle is mastery and the, the top, the wide part is the world that you're here to serve. It's all the people you see. 
it's all the people that you're focused on, all the people that your heart is tugging at to go and help and serve. Yes. If you, if you create this business and this brand from that perspective, wow, like you've got pull energy. You won't have to sell a thing. Mm, yes. Yes. Thank and you. So that's the first incorrect belief. The second one was that you felt like you can't do it alone and that you need support. Well, guess what? <laughs> you have it. You have all the support you need within your soul, your super soul. Mm, thank you. Okay. Your super soul is the best partner you've ever had, Jennifer, ever. Okay. I, I know I like everything you're saying. It sounds really true to me. And, um, yes, I just have to open to it and, and yeah. And see what happens when I open to this. Right. Exactly. Because in concept, who cares? Like, listen, you and I could talk all day and about all these great ideas and stuff. And then you could, you know, hang up this call and just sort of go back to logic land and feel a bit unfulfilled, you know? So it is, it's in, it's in practice. It's your practice is how to integrate your logic with your soul. What does my logic want me to do? And what does my soul want me to ask? I love that. Thank you. That's awesome. And that's what you're here to teach people. Listen, I can't tell you how many disconnected from reality, super spiritual people I've met in the world who can't rub two pennies together. (laughs) Bless them. (laughs) It's true. You know? Yes. And they're, they're speaking so far out into concept. I don't know what they're talking about. Or worse, they're like... Um, angry with the world and the earth and, you know, ah, there's just, they're just in their own way about it. So, and then there's the logical people who are so shut down and so disconnected from their soul that they're just become robotic. You know, they're like, I've known people who say, yeah, I work really hard all day. And then I get on the train to go home and I plug my earbuds in and I zone out so much that I actually forget to get off the train. Like they're so disconnected from themselves. They're an on or they're off and that's it. No other in between. And that's, that's burnout land. You've been there. Yes. And it's very interesting because the, what you've just described, I see it as a spectrum. And I, before, when I was younger, I really valued the logical working really hard left side of the spectrum that, um, is also connected with disconnection. And then on the other side, more recently, I've like really been like wanting to attain and sort of mastery and, and, and going as far as like, I don't care about money anymore. I don't care. Yeah. Like, like giving that up, like the people <laughs> on the far end, but, um, <laughs> but it, but really they're like, sorry, what I'm trying to say is they're, they're both on the far ends and, and the middle, the middle way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The middle, the middle way. path. Yeah. And sometimes people are really resistant to that middle path because they think of it as a compromise. Yes. That's not it. That's not it. It's actually both. And it's both that spectrum and that spectrum. It's both and integrated into one. I love that both. And I've never thought of it like that before. 
Yes, please, both. And we need your logic, Jennifer, please. Oh, God, yeah. please. We need it. We need your intellect. We need your, your, um, your hard, tough work. Like we need it. Please work hard. Please be tough. Please be smart. Please be logical. Yes. And this beautiful, aligned to spirit, deep inner knowing, um, like a connecting up, tapping into your source, completely aligned to your true self. That's also an incredible strength, both and. Now what? Now, okay, so when you when you pictured that both and, what does that give you the power to be? Yeah, it gives me the power just to be me. It literally, like it sounds so simplistic, but it, it, it gives me the, it gives me the power not to, um, uh, oh, I just lost it just a second. Yeah. Cause you went into concept. So I saw you go, I, I like you go it, this, that's your disintegrated swing. That's, that's you going, Ooh, I'm going to I, I, the power to be me. And it was too simple for you. So you tried to make it logical. Oh, okay. That's interesting. That's what has you be disintegrated. So put your hand on your belly. Yeah. Take a deep, deep breath. So picture this triangle. Yeah. Picture the triangle and feel the power of descending. You're descending down into you. So yes, you have the power to be you, all you. And what, what does that look like or feel like the power to be what? It's not, it's not, it's not being on either side. It's not, mm-hmm. it, it's not, um, it's taking it. Sorry. It's drawing, it's drawing upon both sides. It's mm-hmm. learning. It's, um, it's really understanding the wisdoms of both sides and using that to, yeah, just, just be me and, and not be what either side thinks I should be. That's what it is. Not be what either side thinks I should be. It's about just being me. Okay. If I left you with that, it would be a great disservice. Because you'll walk away from this conversation, which you're really tuned, your your frequency is so high right now. And you'll hang up and you'll go into your life and um, you have kids? Yes. Yeah. Kids going to run by and go, mom, where's the banana? And you're going to drop it like it's hot. And then you'll say, wait, I have the power to be me? Well, I'm a mom and I got to find the Cheerios and I don't know. Like the power to be me is... It's not enough. Sorry. It's not enough to restore you to this place. And, and saying what you're not is like me saying, Hey, don't think about a pink elephant. Yes. Oh God. You just saw a pink elephant. So the minute you say what I'm not won't work. So go, go back. Now you said really beautiful things. You, you talked about wisdom and about tapping into the wisdom. And so, so yeah, I'm asking you, what is this? You, so when you're, um, you can integrate both your super soul with your hard working logical side, the both and, what does that give you the power to be? 
Yeah, it gives me the power to be a very um, effective teacher. Like that's what that's what it is, to, so that I can help teach other people. What are you teaching them? Um, <laughs> what I think I'm teaching them from this conversation is my gifts of being super logical and my gift of also learning or knowing, getting to a place where I know the mastery is already inside me. I already have the mastery. Okay. Ready? Okay. I really need you to listen from your belly. Okay. Okay. Your, your brain is going to reject, reject, delete. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. So your logical brain does not love thinking this way. So you've got to really listen from yeah, gut. Okay. I'm asking you, what does this give you power to be? And I want to have you listen to three different words that you talked around. So I'm pulling them from you. They're not coming from me. You really got to get that none of this is coming from me. This is all coming from you. Yeah. Okay. Do you feel that? I do. And I did feel my brain turn on. So I'm really happy to turn it off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. For many of us, we got to switch our brain on for you. It's like, turn it off for a sec. Okay. I'm asking you, what does it give you when you integrate your wisdom, your your um, super soul with your logic, what does it give you power to be? And I'm going to give you three different words. I want you to listen from your body. What word does your body resonate most with and or vibrate? Does it give you, Jennifer, the power to be gifted? Does it give you the power to be wisdom? Does it give you the power to be great? It gives me the power to be. So the reason why I'm hesitating is I think I think it's giving me the power. Thinking, thinking, no, thinking. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) I the power to be wisdom because I feel like great is what the 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 lesser, like the, the not more, the reaction wants is to be great, but really what it gives me is the power to share wisdom, to be wisdom. Okay. I actually think I know what it is now. (laughs) Let me just check in with you. Okay. So because you're thinking and because you're trying to logically put things into place, yeah, it's this, but it's not that. So it's this, you're triangulating, right? So what if it was this? And what if, what if I asked you to try this on for a little bit and, um, and roll around with this and see what happens for you? Can I say one more thing? I I interrupted you. And I think I really resist the word gift because, um, I, I, you, you should just know that I really resist the idea that I'm gifted and that anyone's gifted. Fine. Okay. Okay. So ready? What if this gave you the power to be a master? Yeah, sorry. I mean, no, I love it. I can feel you. <laughs> yeah. Well, what happened was I had this big smile come on my face Aww. and I just kind of like my shoulders just kind of relaxed and I kind of like nodded my head like, yeah. But at the same time, it was like, but really me? 
Like, but yeah, see how quick it is. Yeah, see how quick it is. Hmm. But you see, like, what I love about you so much is that this is like this is real work you're doing, and because you care about it, and because it's it's mattering to you and making an impact on you, this is exactly the kind of work you're here to lead. People don't complain about things or struggle with things that they don't care about. Yes. Yes. You care about this. This matters. I really, I do. I really care about it. I really do. You really do with all your heart. (laughs) With a lot of efforting too. Yeah. So that's why you have to tune yourself to the highest. If you, if I let you leave this call with giving like you knowing that you have the power to be me, eh. You'd be like, well, what does that mean? Okay, well, that's me, the mom, me, the the hard worker, me, the good girl, me, the good wife, like whatever, right? So if you tune yourself that this work that you're in, that you're up to, that matters to you, gives you, Jennifer, you the power to be a master. And remember the masters at the bottom of the triangle. And then from there, you start to ask yourself better questions. And you start to be, okay, what's the next best thing that I can do? What's one person I can have a conversation with now? What's one phone call I can make? What's one request I can ask for? Oh, oh, Aaron, honestly, I just want to thank you. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you. I mean, there isn't a single thing that I said today that hasn't come from you through you. Uh, yes, thank you. But you, you were the person that were allowed that to, to come through. So thank you. You, you. I just held up a mirror. That's it. Yes, you did. Yes, mm-hmm. you did. Thank you. To your greatness, to your mastery, to your gift. You held up a mirror, but you also um, allowed me to really think with like true possibility with somewhere that I I, um, wasn't comfortable thinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit like, who am I not to be? Who are you not to be a master? Yeah. And I mean, I can say that to anyone else and genuinely mean it. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, much more difficult to, uh, to have that possibility for yourself. Well, and let me just freak you out a little bit. It's falling flat if you're not getting it yourself. Yes, you're right. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not your own. You, you, you teach what you know, you teach what you practice. So if it's not your own practice, it's falling flat. Well, yes. And um, if you say that all from I, if it's not my practice, if I'm not doing it, it feels even more powerful. Can you say that again? Well, you, you, you said the word you, when you don't have the practice and when you don't have that reflection, it doesn't land versus if I, if I'm speaking about me, I'll use the word I. Yeah. So when I'm not practicing, when I'm not connected, then it's not powerful for me. Yeah. See what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, that you, you language is a buffer between, between your vulnerability and the rest of the world. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. Yeah. It's a good catch, right? It's a good catch because that's, that's all that it, listen, all that it's time for is for you to go get your mastery. That's what it's time for to claim it. It's already there. Yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> I, yes. I'm, I'm going to start. I'm going to start today. Yes. One call, <laughs> one thing, one person, right? So, okay. Well, well, do you know one, one thing, one act you're going to do as soon as you finish this, this call? Well, sorry. I just, I, yeah. Not make a list. One long, thing. I have to go make lunch, but, um, yes, you're going to go make lunch. <gasps> That's the thing to do. Yeah. You're going to make lunch from Mastery. Yeah. Best peanut butter and jam sandwiches of all time. Made with love. <laughs> made with presence. Made with wisdom. Made with the gift that you are for these children. You're a gift. Get over it. You're a gift. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Erin. Thank you. Your, your work now, even in your own meditation, is to practice this mantra, I have the power to be a master. Yeah. Will you do that? I'd love to, I'd, and I'd love to check in with you and see how this whole process was for you. I would love that because, um, yeah, I would love to let you know how this, what, <laughs> what experience unfolds from this new mantra. So awesome. Thank you so much. I just want you to know that uh, it, it's true what Marianne Williamson said, that when you give your, yourself the power to shine, you give others the permission to shine also. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Marianne Williamson. So thank Me you. Me too. Thank yeah. you. Just remember that. So it's such a pleasure talking to you today. Thank you so, so much for your, your wisdom, your generosity, your vulnerability, and for your you're just your willingness to really go into that unknown place. It's, it's so genuine and I really appreciate it. Thank you, Aaron. And thank you for, um, for doing it in such a supportive way so that I like, so I felt really supported the entire time and, um, which allowed me to, uh, really, uh, sorry, I'll just really let go and follow the process. Mm. So thank you. Keep doing that leads you to your mastery. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks, Jennifer. Have a wonderful day and go make some amazing sandwiches. Thank you. You too. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the power to be podcast to my guests. You need to know, wow, it takes something to dig deep and push past resistance and let what's in the way drop. And you did this publicly. You're my hero. And to my listeners, thank you for holding big space for them and for yourself. I sincerely hope an insight was available to you. I'm committed to delivering real deal, fearless coaching to bring you a fresh perspective and to tear down barriers and limiting beliefs and provide the support, energy, and love that will make all the difference in your life. I'm here for you. Let's connect. Visit livebigco.com to learn more. I can't wait to find out what you have the power to be.